Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and I'm continuing on in my series today, The Right Kind of Faith. And I've titled this devotional, The Knowledge of the Truth, Sin. That's where we start. We think about the knowledge of the truth, sin. Paul tells us that God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, 1 Timothy 2.4. There is gospel truth of which one must be made aware, and then, by the grace of God, respond to it in faith in order to be saved. The knowledge, This knowledge of the truth begins with the knowledge of sin. Paul, in the book of Romans, gives us the most extensive and systematic presentation of the gospel found in the New Testament. After the prologue in Romans 1, 1 through 17, Paul then immediately launches into a detailed treatment of our sin problem, as seen in 1, 18 through 3, 20. Here he shows that the pagan, the moralist, and the religionist are all likewise under the condemnation of sin. His conclusion is damning. All are found to be guilty, sinners before God, without exception. There is none righteous, no, not one. Romans 3.20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Note that, by the law is the knowledge of sin. Paul, in his great gospel treatise in Romans, begins with the issue of sin. For Paul, the knowledge of the truth begins with the knowledge of sin. The law presents the glory of God's moral standard. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one measures up to God. Paul is telling us that in order to be saved, we must first come to the knowledge that we are completely spiritually bankrupt <clears throat> bankrupt before God, and that there is nothing we can do to save ourselves. Our mouths are thus stopped as we admit our guilt and helplessness. Thus, we are no longer defending ourselves, denying our guilt, or clinging to self-righteousness. However, mere knowledge in and of itself stops short of saving faith. The urgency and the warnings in the New Testament are strong that we must respond with sincere repentance. To such knowledge, while we have opportunity, we must respond with sincere repentance to such knowledge while we have opportunity. Today, if you hear his convicting voice, do not harden your heart, as it says in Hebrews 3, 7 and 8. The knowledge of sin must lead to repentance. The goodness of God leads to repentance, Romans 2, 4. Sometimes the New Testament emphasizes repentance in order to be saved, as we find in 2 Peter 3.9. God desires all men uh, to be saved and to come to repentance. And sometimes it emphasizes faith, as we find in Romans 5.1, therefore being justified by faith. <clears throat> Jesus said we must repent or we will perish, Luke 13.3-5. But he also said whoever believes in him will not perish, John 3.16-18. There is no conflict here. To repent essentially means to have a change of mind. A saving faith involves a change of mind kind of faith. Saving faith always has the stuff of repentance, and biblical repentance always has the stuff of faith. The issue is 
the nature of saving faith. We are saved by faith alone, but it must be the right kind of faith. Repentance involves a fundamental change of mind about sin and self, about Jesus as Savior and Lord, which is brought about by the convicting work of the Holy Spirit working through the Word of God. I fear that there are many bogus converts who have made a profession of faith but have never really come to the true knowledge of sin. They've never been broken over their depravity. They have never been humbled, and in fact have never come to a true biblical repentance. In reality, they've never come to truly have a saving faith in Jesus as Savior and Lord, and therefore their lives remain essentially unchanged. To appreciate the good news of deliverance, one must first know and be humbled by the bad news of sin. And I am so very thankful for a Savior who is the complete and total answer to our sin problem. Thank you, Jesus. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.